The wealth gap in the fractured United States is horrible. The rich have access to everything, including new life-saving procedures, while the poor are stuck with age-old fixes. That's where we come in, the tinkers. What we do isn't for ourselves, it's for those less fortunate and the betterment of humanity. Okay, sign here. And here? Am I done? Please tell me I'm done. That's all. Then let's get going. I can't wait to see him. What's he like up close? Whoa, hey, calm yourself. Before we're going anywhere, I need you to agree to this. What is it? You must get verbal confirmation to record, document, or film anyone. If they don't consent, then you are not to film, understood? Yes, of course. I'd never do anything that compromised my journalistic integrity. Let's hope that statement stays true. I'm just making sure that you do not forget to ask his permission before- I know, I know. I am a journalist, after all. Now, can we get going? Follow me. It's the door at the end of the hall. So is he the first tinker that you've had to guard? He is. I was previously a guard on the other side of the jail. And how is it? It's fine. Not much different than a normal convict. I see. Is it true that tinkers get less rights? I've heard rumors that some are treated horribly. No answer. What about their treatment? Is it any different than normal convicts? It's roughly the same. What's the craziest thing that you- We're here. Remember, if he wants you to leave at any point, I will be forced to take you away. I understand. Thank you. This isn't as bad as I thought. A lot brighter than I would have imagined, too. Hello! How are you doing? Nice to officially meet you. As you know, name's Amelia Whitehall. You also already know who I am, but Jason Caulfield, the global tinker. Ugh, what a stupid name. <laughs> I agree. Not descriptive enough, I'd say. Oh, is it okay if I record this interview? That's fine, I guess. I just, I don't expect much privacy here anyway. But the law states that it's illegal for prisons to record visitations. <laughs> you really believe any of them follow that rule? I mean, yes. They've given me no reason not to. I'm surprised, truly, that a reporter who'd come to talk to an alleged terrorist for the truth, yet would believe the government. Alleged? Are you saying that you didn't do it? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but how incompetent are you? Didn't you say that Reborn News does things differently? Have you done any research? I'm not incompetent. How dare you? I've done my research, but information's scarce. <sighs> And here I thought accepting a journalist from a smaller outlet would have helped my cause. We may be small, but we go to lengths for our stories. Lengths? Like what? Give me a story that your team has gone to lengths to get. Um... Okay, got it. So this one time, Michael, another journalist at Reborn News, and I went to a besieged country in Eastern Europe. Okay. What'd you guys find out? How did you guys get in? We weren't able to get in, but we still made the effort to go to the blockade and try. We did, however, manage to get enough information from the surrounding area. That has to count for something. 
I guess, but a better journalist would have went against all that and found the scoop they were after, not settle because it was hard. Well, th that's... Sorry. I... I don't mean to shit on your previous work, but I do want you to understand where I'm coming from. I get it, I guess. Doesn't mean it wasn't rude as hell when you put it that way. I know we've got to do better as a news agency. We've just started out, after all, but I'm ready for the challenge. <laughs> What's so funny? Sorry. It's just, I thought a journalist would be more pessimistic. It's refreshing that you're not. Slightly odd, but refreshing nonetheless. <clears throat> what you were saying before. You said that there was the possibility that you were innocent. Not just the possibility. I am innocent. Can you talk about why you say that? Oh, that's not too specific now, is it? Okay. Um, before going abroad, you were a professor at the University of Texas, correct? Yeah, I had just finished getting my PhD and was offered the job. Well, what made you go with Tint? I felt like it was something I had to do. That's not what I meant. Then what did you mean to say? Why didn't you go with them earlier? If that's what you wanted to do, why go through the trouble of getting a doctorate? Uh, I understand the question. That? I don't know. I, I felt like teaching was something I was meant to do, but Tint was... something different. I tried doing both, but it was just too much. Now who's not being specific? <laughs> okay, okay. I'll try and be more specific. Tint's different from every other volunteering program. At least in my opinion. What do you mean by that? Isn't it essentially Doctors Without Borders? What makes it so special? Because we don't accept donations from corporations. And if we did, then they would have a say in where we go and who we help. But many volunteer organizations state their impartialness to race, religion, and affiliation. They do. And while that might be true, it'd be different for us. Why would it be different for Tent than other organizations? <sighs> because we're trying to spread the knowledge around the world. We try to build a community of tinkers there and, and leave when it's set up. Less reliance that way. Let's not forget that the government has a monopoly over that knowledge. I see. Has it ever occurred to you that there's a good reason for that? Not particularly. There's no good reason for the government to restrict that. Tinker knowledge and tools shouldn't be available to only the rich. It's not only available to the rich. Anyone has the opportunity to get a procedure done. Really? You think normal, average-day citizens can afford the prices for the procedures? No. Not regularly, at least, but it's not as if it's a necessity for most. Not necessary? It's currently the best defense against diseases. It is, but there are other alternatives. What makes this any different than when the cancer cure was created? There isn't. This is the same shit the corporations on hospitals did back then. The only reason why that cure is cheaper is because the tinker procedures are better. I haven't done too much research into the various tinker procedures, but are they really a cure-all to ailments? Not necessarily, but they're the closest that we'll probably get to one in a long time. Can you talk about some of these procedures? I only know about the neural implants procedure and only a bit at that. And didn't you just imply that there's a good reason why that information is hard to come by? No, I didn't say that. I believe that the information should be available to anyone. Well, at least we agree on that. However, I also think there should be requirements on getting that information. These procedures in the wrong hands are dangerous. Then do you believe that people who tinker are already criminals? I don't know. 
The way that it's described seems dangerous to the public, but that's not the whole truth. Since you're well-versed, why don't you set the record straight? I'd rather not. And why is that? Look around. You haven't forgotten where you are, have you? Of course not. Then do you think the public would care what I'd have to say about tinker culture? If I had to wager a guess, I think it'd make it worse. Hmm. I suppose you're right. Well, is that all the questions you had? Are we done here? Of course not. I have a lot of other questions that I want answered. Well, let's see if I feel like answering any of them. I came all this way. I don't expect to leave without some of them being answered. <laughs> That's not really your choice now, is it? I suppose, but can't knock me for trying. So, how did you feel after your sentencing? That's rather obvious, don't you think? Is it? I wouldn't agree. Even though the trial and hearing was broadcasted to the public, we never saw you testify. No one's heard your side of the story. It was very unusual. Well, that's not the only thing that I deem strange. Oh, of course. <laughs> There's also the fact that it was broadcasted live, which hasn't happened for a few years now. What would you say the reason for it is? Hmm. If I had to wager a guess, I'd say it was to make you an example. I'd be inclined to agree with you. At least you catch on quick. Anyway, me not testifying is due to my lawyer. He thought it would have been better if I didn't speak. That's only if you'd be forced to self-incriminate yourself. Correct. My time abroad, according to him, was incriminating, and he suggested for me not to testify. Seems like it didn't matter. If you spoke, at least the public wouldn't see you as a monster. They would have been able to see a different side of you. So it seems. You're right. Thinking back on it now, I should have said screw it and testified. Everyone would have been forced to make a decision about your innocence instead of letting the media control the narrative. <laughs> Aren't you a part of the media? I'm indie. There's a difference. We're not out here to control the masses. We want real, factual stories. Nothing sensationalized. I see. Seems I've misjudged you a bit. <laughs> a bit? Okay. A lot. Damn, I really should have spoke. There's nothing you can do about that now. It's not like you knew the outcome beforehand, but I do agree. That's true, but I should have planned for it. My only hope is for my appeal to go through. You're appealing the court's decision? Who's the lawyer helping you on this? Yeah, I'm not at liberty to say. Understandable. I've got one more question that I'd like to ask you. If it's too personal, then you don't have to answer it. Okay. That's what I've been doing, but thanks for warning me, I guess. What's your opinion on your husband, Lucas Caulfield, no longer pursuing his candidacy? What did you just say? Luke's no longer running for governor? No, he just announced his resignation from the race a few weeks ago. My sources state that he's already visited you. He didn't tell you himself? I think we're done with this interview. Did something happen between you two? Did you two have a fight? Why didn't he tell you this? Alex! What is it? She can go. We're done here. What's your plan going forward? Let's go, miss. Time's up. Miss, we can go about this as civilly as you want. Okay, okay. I can get up myself. Jason, I'd like to say one last thing. Miss, did you not hear me? I said it's time to go. Now. It's fine, Alex. She won't be back here anyway. First, I'd like to apologize for my outburst. I, I get a bit... enthusiastic with my stories. I meant no harm with my questions. Uh, I should apologize, too. I didn't mean to get that way. 
But after hearing that, I, I, I just... I get it. It was hard hearing something about your husband from someone else. Yeah. Okay, miss. Time to... G- Hold on, Alex. I, I, I didn't mean to call you in so quickly. She can stay. Uh, I've got a few questions of my own for her. Okay, then. Only call me when you actually mean to. I understand. So? Was it a big announcement? Looks resignation. Yeah, he held a press conference for the announcement. It was pretty shocking since he seemed like a shoe in to win. I know. Were you able to interview him or anything? No, unfortunately our outlet's not big enough. We couldn't get credentialed. Ah, uh, I, I see. Damn! If all the big outlets were there, then they probably grilled him about me. More than likely. Is it alright with you if I ask you another set of questions? Yeah, but only if they don't have to do with Luke. Okay, I understand. How's your family been taking all... this? I wouldn't know. None of them have come by to see me. Your family hasn't come to visit? Not even once? Yeah, I know. A good friend of mine said the same thing when he visited me. I mean, even if you did do it, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, but that's how they are. Well, at least my parents. My mom, specifically. What do you mean, if you don't mind me asking? They always pushed us, my siblings and I, to do our best. I don't see a problem with that. Mine were the same way. Yeah, but I bet they were okay with some failure. I mean, they'd be disappointed for a bit, but they'd understand. See, now that's normal. And your mom isn't normal? (laughs) Not in the slightest. One thing goes wrong and BAM! She'd never forget it. Even the small shit, too. What'd she do? She didn't beat you, did she? No, nothing like that. I, I guess you could call it close to psychological abuse. She'd go on and on about the smallest shit we did for weeks, months even. Call us a failure. I mean, you get the picture. Oh my gosh, that must have been horrible. What'd your dad do? He threatened to file a divorce, but... She knew he couldn't afford to, so she kept doing it. She stopped, though, once she saw that he was serious. Luckily, it happened when my sister Alexis was really young, and before my brother Hank was born. That's good that she stopped, but what about you? I... it was... difficult. Getting through college was the worst, since even though she wouldn't say anything, I knew her looks pretty well by then. Wow. I don't think I could have stayed in that house, let alone in school with a mom like that. (laughs) I actually planned on running away, hundreds of times. Why didn't you? Did your dad find out? No. I think he would have been fine with it, but I didn't want to do that to my siblings. I stayed, graduated early, and got the hell out of there. I bet it felt a whole lot better being out on your own. Oh, hell yeah! It was still hard, but without her around, I could get by. And then I met Lucas, and he helped me through it. Oh, that's so sweet! Where'd you two meet? We met when I was out for coffee with a group of friends after midterms. That's so cute. (laughs) It was. Well, is that all you wanted to say? Yeah. Before I go, I want you to know that I won't publish anything regarding your husband or your family. I'm surprised. It'd be quick views and easy revenue. As I said, that's not what Reborn News is about. I'm not trying to get views. I want the truth, and though what you said was true, I know others will spin it. That's true. I can see it now. Jason Caulfield was abused as a child and turned to killing people or something stupid like that. Exactly. I don't want that to happen. Will you be able to listen to the broadcast? I don't think so. I see. All I can give you is my word, then. If you are able to listen to it and see my sincerity, I'd like to come back. I wasn't that prepared this time. 
the call. The visit. It was a spur-of-the-moment type thing, but next time I'll be prepared. Well, we'll see. I still don't like journalists, but you're not like the other ones. I'll take that as a compliment. Good talking with you. Likewise. She's a feisty one. <laughs> you don't do well with those types, do you? I do just fine handling you, don't I? Oh, well, I'm not feisty, I'm... Exactly. I know the answer to this already, but is there any way I can listen to that broadcast? You'll be watching me the whole time, but I need to hear it. <sighs> Jason, you know the rules. I know, but is there anything you can do? I'll try. That's the best I can give you. That's fine. Thanks. Don't thank me yet. Now let's get going. I know, I know. Thank you for listening to episode 4, A Story Reborn, of The Glass Appeal. It was written and directed by Elijah Gabriel. Sound designed by Maxwell White. The composer for the main theme was Zach Watowitz. The ending theme composer was Elijah Gabriel. The role of Jason Caulfield was Kyle Gould. Amelia Whitehall was Arizona Johnson. And Alexander Patzer was Justin McCarthy. Like what we do? Consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash throwthropo. That's T-H-R-O. T-O-P-R-O. Like this show in particular and want to help Jason get out of jail? Consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash theglassappeal. We'll see you in two weeks for episode five, A Party Invite. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed it.